Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boyle, and we've been lucky enough recently to have some amazing guests on the podcast. So if you haven't checked out the podcast recently, go back, check through some of the episodes because we've had some fantastic women's health experts come on the show. But this week, I am here for a solo episode to chat about that You know, if we want to get healthier, we don't want to wait for motivation. And why is that? Because I feel most of the time we always think we need to get motivated to be able to lose weight. We need to get motivated to start a new hobby. We need to get motivated to start to do some meal prep. So we always think that we need to rely on this motivation. But at the end of the day, motivation can serve as well, but it can also kind of lead us to staying in the same place and procrastinating and avoiding starting something because we think, oh, we'll do that tomorrow. Like when I feel more motivated, oh, I'll start that. And we actually never get around to doing it. So what are some of the tools that we can use instead of motivation and what actually is motivation itself. So motivation can be said it's generally the driving force behind our actions when it's an action-orientated goal. So what that means is it's our reason for acting or behaving in a particular way to reach a goal. So for example, we might say that we want to run five kilometers. We've got a a fun run that we'd like to do. So our motivation for running five kilometers is we've signed up for this fun run. So we need to be able to do it because we've made a commitment. So that can be a form of motivation and that is known as extrinsic motivation. So Motivation falls into three types mainly. We have intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. They're the two main types. And then the third one is family. So intrinsic motivation is when we are motivated within ourselves to achieve a goal. Now, what that means is we all know these people who just seem to be able to get up in the morning and go for a run and eat a healthy breakfast and go to bed at an early time. And they have this motivation that comes from inside of themselves. They don't need to have a deadline that someone's given them or, you know, a goal in the sense that money or praise is making them do this. They know inside themselves that they can be self-motivated. And this is only a small percentage of the population. The majority of us are extrinsically motivated. And extrinsic motivation is when it arises outside of you, and often it has an external reward. And that might be praise, or it might be money, or it might be recognition. So that 
idea of the fun run in that we know we need to be able to run 5Ks because we've committed to doing a fun run. That's extrinsic motivation because we've committed to this event outside of us. It's not like we've gone inside ourselves and said, yep, I'm going to run 5K and we just go out and do it. So it comes in a different way. Another example might be that you know that you have to be at work at 8 a.m. So that means that you have to get up at 6.30 a.m. to be able to get there on time. But if you didn't have to go to work, there's no way you'd get up at 6.30 a.m. So our extrinsic motivation is we have to be there for work or we're going to lose our job. But internally, we don't have that drive to want to do that ourselves. So that's examples of our extrinsic motivation. And then finally, the third type is family motivation. And that's where we perform actions or behaviors for the benefit of our family. And that's, you know, like we sort of said before, you go to work because you know that you need to earn money for your family or you're helping a family member, you know, because that's benefiting the family member. It's benefiting your family. So that's our third type of motivation that's been identified, but it's not the main driving one. We tend to find that intrinsic is what most people are driven by. Some people are internally motivated or intrinsically motivated. And then we have that family one on the end. So hearing all those, which one do you tend to relate to the most? I know myself that I am intrinsically motivated. So I am that type of person that I will set goals for myself and I will try my best to achieve them. And I don't need that extrinsic motivation, whether or not that's praise or money or, or those types of things to get me to that goal. So um, I'm in, I guess, one of the minorities. I know that most people are, are in that intrinsic boat. And sometimes it's hard to relate to the people that are in the opposite type of motivation too. But the reason why it's not always great to rely on motivation is, especially if you're an extrinsically motivated person, if you don't have the outside input causing you to be able to do something. So maybe you want to lose five kilos, but if there's nothing that you've committed to in the sense that, you know, maybe someone might sign up for a gym or a group class and they have this special challenge on for the month that the person that loses, you know, the most amount of weight in 30 days, they will get a prize. So that would be extrinsic motivation. But if you don't have something like that to strive to and you're extrinsically motivated, you're probably going to really struggle losing that five kilos because if it's just you saying to yourself, okay, this week we're going to eat healthier, we're going to do more exercise, we're going to lose weight, a lot of the time, we end up giving up because we have that lack of motivation. So what can we actually focus on instead if we know that motivation isn't enough? Well, we can first of all look at our mindset. So our mindset is a really big thing. It affects every thought that we have and changing our mindset into either a positive or a growth mindset is really beneficial when we want to be healthier. So that's where we might start and attempt to do a workout and look, we might struggle a little bit through that workout. It might be really hard. 
but we can say to ourselves, you know, we're really proud of ourselves because we did the workout. So that's, you know, having that positive mindset. And we can also say, what have we learned from doing this workout? Oh, well, my hip needs a bit more strength work. Uh, You know, I got through it, but it was a bit of a struggle. So I probably might need to do a slightly shorter workout next time. So we look at what we can learn from our actions and then we try to improve on them the next time we're doing things. So if we really want to, you know, focus on getting healthier, we can start with our mindset. So our mindset on top of that, all the thoughts that we have influence what we do. So if we are stuck in that negative mindset and constantly thinking about negative thoughts, and that can be about ourselves, we may think that we're not worthy, we're not thin enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not strong enough, we're not whatever, then that's going to put us in that negative mindset and it's going to affect our actions and our actions affect our outcomes. So if we want to change our outcomes, we need to change our actions. And to do that, we need to change our mindset and our thoughts. So flipping it to a positive mindset, positive thoughts, staying in the present moment. So that's where things like meditation, because they keep you in the here and now, they stop you from reflecting back on things that happened in the past or what's coming in the future. So many of us, you know, including myself, are constantly thinking about what's coming up in the future and what may happen that we aren't in the present and we can fall into that sort of negative thought trap. We may be thinking, oh, we've got to, you know, I've got to take the girls to dancing, but I could get stuck in traffic, but it could be super hot, but it could be. And so we get stuck in that sort of train of thought about the future when it's actually nine times out of 10, nothing that we have, you know, able to control ourselves anyway. So really living in that present moment can be really worthwhile. Hi everyone, I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know that you can download a free 15-minute core Pilates workout that I've designed especially for you to work your entire body and your core, including your pelvic floor and deep layer of abdominals to really build strength, stability, and mobility. This is a nice quick workout you can fit into your day. It's definitely 100% doable. You don't need any equipment to do it. And I guarantee once you finish your 15 minutes of Pilates, you will feel stronger, more energized, taller, and really joyful and happy for moving your body and getting those endorphins moving. So don't forget, head on over to the show notes and download that free core workout and try some Pilates with me. I can't wait to see you on your mat. The next part of this is we can start to focus on small wins and small steps. So a lot of the time, if we are thinking of these big grand goals and we want to be healthier, but for us being healthier means we need to be able to lift 50 kilos and have a perfect diet where we only eat salads and no sweet treats and cut out all sugar, this might feel super overwhelming. And when things get overwhelming, we give up because it just all feels too hard. So what we can do instead is just focus on taking one small step at a time. So if you would like to be healthier, have a think about one action that is going to really make a huge difference. So a simple thing would be going to bed at a reasonable hour so that we can get, you know, a seven to eight hour block of sleep. 
Because if we do that, we know that when we sleep, that's when all our resting and repairing happens. That's where, you know, our bodies and all our memories start to get stored. We rejuvenate, cellular rejuvenation and tissue rejuvenation occurs. So we wake up feeling more energized, more focused, so we can get a lot more bang for our buck if we are working on our sleep than if we decided that we needed to eat a green salad at lunch. That's not to say that, you know, a green salad at lunch wouldn't be amazing and fantastic for us. But if we want to just pick one thing to focus on, that will give us bigger results more quickly and sort of affect more areas of our life than starting with something like sleep is a really big one. So focusing on what you need to think about. Also, you know, you might need to focus on your movement. Maybe you've got a lot of pain. Maybe you're not very flexible or you don't feel very mobile and you want to get back to that. So your first step may be focusing on doing five minutes of walking a day or three minutes of stretching, or it might just even be three stretches themselves to start improving your mobility. So thinking about goals that are specific to you, and then really starting with a very small step so that it feels easy and we're not creating barriers for ourselves that prevent us from following through. And then we want to talk about healthy habits. So what are the habits that we already do or ones that we can create that are easy to do and then reinforce all these positive benefits of being healthy. And they can be really simple ones. They don't have to be complicated at all. It can be as easy as creating a routine in the morning that you do get up and you move your body for five minutes every morning, or you do a gratitude practice where you have, say three things that you're grateful for, or it's in the evening that you, you know, make sure that you're going to bed at 10 p.m. instead of staying up till midnight watching Netflix and then feeling tired the next morning. So having some simple routines and healthy habits are a great way to, again, not rely on motivation because when it becomes a habit and we're doing it consistency, then it just becomes something that we do. We don't have to be motivated to do it because we know on every morning we get up and we move for five minutes and it doesn't matter if we feel tired or stiff or not up for it today that's just what we do so we do it and generally when we have these habits we always feel so much better for them you may not feel like moving when you first start but at the end of those five minutes you know you always feel better and your body is so used to doing it that if you don't do it it feels strange then creating these habits and having them in your life as part of your general routines make it so much easier to follow through on so looking at really simple things that we can do to help us feel healthier and be healthier are again Focusing on being in the present moment. Focus on things like gratitude and awe and forgiveness. So all of these things, you know, even if you're just focusing on awe and what does awe mean, that can be going for a walk and being like, oh, look at those beautiful birds. Look at that sunrise or that sunset. It's really, you know, thinking that I am just a small part of this amazing earth. So where can you find awe in your life or where can you find 
gratitude. Avoiding that negative self-talk that we were talking about before, putting down electronics and getting outside. So we know that sunlight, nature and grounding, where you're connecting your feet to the earth, have positive benefits on our health and they're all really simple things to do. Building connection and community. So whether or not it's, you know, your local hobby or it's the community you have when you drop your kids off at school or whatever your community is, having those connections is really important for our health. Touch. I think that's one thing we often don't think about. And, you know, over the last few years where a lot more things went online, you know, and it's fantastic because we've got so much more opportunities to be able to learn new things and do courses and connect with people online. Touch still has a really important place in everybody's life. We know that when we hug for 20 seconds or more, that our body releases oxytocin. So this is like our amazing, you know, our body feels amazing and happy and all loved up when oxytocin is released. So, you know, next time you're hugging someone, 20 seconds is actually quite a long time. See if you can hug them for 20 seconds and feel the difference because that touch is really important for our mental health and our physical health as well. Going back to eating well. So, you know, sticking with those really simple practices, remembering that what we fuel our body with is what builds every part of our body, our muscles, our tissues, our bones. So really fueling our body with really wholesome food, you know, all your nuts and seeds and grains and plants and good fats, you know, all of these things are going to make us feel happier and healthier. Uh, moving our body, you know, whether or not it's walking or running or Pilates or swimming or, you know, just, you know, doing a few stretches or things like Tai Chi, moving our body is essential for releasing endorphins and helping us feel better. And then finally, laughing. Like when we laugh, we release uh, serotonin, our happy hormones, our endorphins are released again too. So we feel elated, we feel joy, and all of these things together can help us create health without relying on motivation, especially if we can build them into really simple habits into our daily lives. So before we finish off this uh, podcast today, I just want to, you know, just recap on the things that we can really focus on to build our health. If you're thinking, oh, this is a great list, but where do I start? We can work on our mindset. It's a really simple place to start. Focus on taking small steps. Focus on finding the positives in life. Limit the barriers. So, you know, overcome, don't choose an activity to do if it's two hours drive away and it costs a lot of money. And these are barriers that we've created for ourselves. Work on our mental health by doing all the things that I just listed above and then create really happy and healthy and simple routines that are going to reinforce our health and our healthy habits. And that's it. So I hope you guys, you know, if you... Uh, intrinsically motivated and it's you know find it really easy to do things that's fantastic if you know that you're extrinsically motivated and you know working on your health is really important see if you can tap into some of these other ways to really help you stay focused on your health without relying on the motivation all right 
That's it for this week, everyone. If you have listened to this podcast or you had some great takeaways, then make sure you let me know and tag me on social at Mind Movement Health on either Instagram or Facebook. Otherwise, have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.